Hello, welcome back. I'm Marlena. And I'm Danny. Uh, this is our podcast, 20 something. Yep. Um, okay, so what what are we discussing broadly today, Danny? Um, we are just discussing just gay culture and how I consume it as yeah. a queer person and how you consume it as a straight woman. Yeah, so, and someone who maybe is like not necessarily a part of the community, yeah. but that's a lot of like, but relates to a lot of the culture or like yeah. that's a big part of like. And spends a, because a lot of your friends are queers, yeah. you spend so much time in these spaces. That's so. true, I know. Yeah. They're basically mine. No, <laughs> that's, that uh, that gives a sneak peek into what, this <laughs> what about. we're talking about. Uh, but we're gonna yeah. start off with a fun game. As you yeah. can maybe tell, we sound a little tired because Danny and I are busy, busy, busy bees. Yep. You know, you getting know. getting that honey. Schedule my panic attack at some point. You know, like before, after this. Like, exactly. Yeah. I think um, we'll record panic attack. Like, yeah. Record another right, episode. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah good. Mm-hmm. Um, group panic attacks. Yeah. What's the game, Danny? Uh, so it's called Play, Repeat, and Skip. Ooh. Yeah. Um, it's like Fuck, Mary Kill. Play being fuck. You know, maybe we'll stream you once. You know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, repeat oh. is Mary, you know? Yeah, yeah. We're going to keep you in our playlist. Forever. You know, forever. Yeah. yeah. Death do us part. <laughs> yeah. Death till us part. I've only been to one wedding. <laughs> I don't know. I know what's the next um, option. Skip, which is kill. Okay, so play, we'll play it once. Skip, we're not even going to listen to it or listen to this artist. And then repeat is Mary. Mary. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. Oh, I definitely didn't write those in order, but you know, it's fuck. Wait, is it fuck, Mary kill, or Mary? Yeah, anyways. It's fuck. You know, it's, every, it's everyone's individual choice what exactly. order you go. <laughs> so what are these? Art- and we're doing specifically like gay icon divas. Divas. Diva. Yeah. Or just divas, I guess is maybe the term. Diva. No, yeah, a lot of these women are, I would say, gay icons. Not that they themselves are gay, but it to does. the gay yeah. community. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, give me the list. Starting off with some Disney divas. Oh, you know? yeah. that's so fun. Oh, I didn't, so. Know the, I didn't know the list before. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Miley Cyrus, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez. This is a fun choice. Um, oh, I'm trying to think now of their actual music. Uh, probably uh, repeat Miley Cyrus, because mm-hmm. I actually was like a fan of hers from mm-hmm. the Hannah Montana days to yeah. like maybe I think her first album. Maybe, yeah. yeah, like in college yeah. I remember listening to it. Um, play once would be Selena Gomez, because mm-hmm. I like what I hear on the radio. Yeah. And then, um, but I don't think I've ever, like, clicked on a Selena Gomez okay, album. Yeah. Uh, oh, just kidding. Or maybe I did. I don't know. That, the <laughs> album artwork where the one where she's, like, nude and, like, crouching. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> and then Skip would be Demi Lovato, actually. Because mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever... I don't. I can't even name a, a Demi Lovato song. Okay. However, I feel like I like her the most personality mm-hmm. wise, or I would get along with her the yeah. most personality wise. But okay. yeah, what about you? Um, see, I would definitely uh, repeat Miley Cyrus. Okay. Had you asked me this in like eighth grade, though, this would be completely different. Oh, but I want to hear both. Yeah. Today, okay. Today, um, I would. Play Selena Gomez and skip Demi Lovato. Oh, yeah. but wait, tell me eighth grade Danny. I like had I bought every single Demi Lovato album <gasps> up until like very recently. Well, has I she know, put she out was, like, music? Awesome. I think she well, she toured like one album for like twenty years and I'm oh. just like, why? <laughs> um, Maybe she really loves that album. Yeah, I think 
She's focusing on herself, right? Um, that's you know? you know that's fair. She also yeah. is going to be part of our scheduled panic attack. <laughs> yeah. Um, See, I don't understand why Selena Gomez is so big right now. I I she's do not. She's catchy, but I don't think she can actually sing. This is a thing or, that I don't understand is how yeah. she's like the most followed person on Instagram. Oh yeah, that and makes, I I I just don't I just don't get it. Like why specifically her? Because I feel like there's no reason. I think I read a new article. Her? No. Okay. Yeah, no, so because I don't, I don't have yeah. any reason to. And then I asked one of my friends why. She was following this person because mm-hmm. it didn't seem... And they were like, oh, she has pretty hair. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so, um, you know. You know, anyways, good for well, her. Yeah, good for yeah. Selena, you know. But anyways. All right. What's the next option? Uh, I, I would also like to say that I think that, like, play, skip, repeat, or mm-hmm. marry, fuck, kill of those three, like, yeah. like... People is very important and central to anyone oh, our age. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's, an, it's a very iconic trio, so yeah. I'm really glad you brought that up. Okay, next one. Uh, next one is uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, mm. a gay icon. Yes. Uh, Katy Perry. Oh. You know, I'm shrugging. Uh, <laughs> Britney Spears. Oh, interesting. I try to make these groups make sense. Yeah. I, but no, you did a good job. Okay. I, I respect that being a person who doesn't know or doesn't listen to as much mm. pop music as you. Yeah. Um, I would say repeat Katy Perry okay. because I really liked her first two albums. Mm-hmm. Um, Teenage Dream was oh. a song that mm-hmm. I remember, li- like I heard on a day when it first came out, I remember hearing the song seven different times, either mm-hmm. on the radio, yeah. in restaurants, like something. And I remember each time I was just as stoked. Okay. Uh, after that album, I don't think I've listened to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, play Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, oh, this is hard. I, uh, you know what? Actually play... Britney Spears, okay. because I really, because there's so many iconic songs, actually. <laughs> Just Toxic, I think, actually is my favorite Britney Spears okay. song. Um, hit Me Baby one more time. Great time. Mm. And then, I guess, skip Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, because the only song right. I really know by her is uh, the Call Me Maybe one. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Um, I would repeat Carly Rae Jepsen, mm-hmm. an icon. Uh, I would play Britney Spears, a bunch of bangers, you know, yeah. you're not wrong. But at some point, I feel like they went from, like, her being in a, like, a st- actual recording, like, booth studio uh-huh. to, like, just using Google Translate to, like, record, you know? <laughs> Wait, like, just that, like, uh, Britney Spears? Yeah, that robot. I she mean, maybe it's the like... same level of audio quality we have. Honestly, <laughs> you're right. So, I don't think we should drag um, Britney for that. Also, she's, like, yeah. older. I feel like, not that, like, Britney Spears mm-hmm. isn't still relevant today, oh, yeah. like, historically and culturally, but, like, her, you know, her biggest mm-hmm. time was in the early well, 2000s. Yeah, yeah. 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 I would say. And I would skip Katy Perry because, yeah, like, I haven't really listened to her, like, post-teenage dream. Yeah, I think that was her best yeah. time. That was, like, her... That, I think, was her height. Mm-hmm. And she's lost me, unfor- unfortunately, because yeah. I was a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. I think it's interesting because I feel like Carly Rae Jepsen is m- more of a star among, like, the gay community oh, yeah, and gay absolutely. men than she is in mainstream community. Oh, yeah. Like, um, mainstream, like, pop culture... Mm-hmm. Um, I saw her for, like, the Emotion tour, and, like, mm-hmm. it was literally just, like, a gay club. There was, like, it was only that. gay men. It was crazy. Um, and then I saw her at the Pop 2, like, Charlie XCX show. Oh, yeah. And the crowd, like, cheered the loudest. Because uh, Pop 2 has a bunch of, like, features on the album, and... Oh, Pop 2's the album. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. And they, so she brought out almost everybody. But, yeah. Like, the crowd went crazy and like the craziest for Carly Rae Jepsen like louder than for like Charlie XCX who like they were there to there see, to see you know? yeah I feel like I, yeah. I don't know a lot of Charlie XCX music but I okay. think I would actually like her a lot mm-hmm. and that's the end of my 
thought. No, yeah. <laughs> but, okay. Go, go. This is really fun, actually. Maybe we'll do all of them. <laughs> uh, Mariah Carey. Oh. Ariana Grande. Christina Aguilera. You know, all powerhouse oh. vocals right here. Yeah, although actually I was not, for most of the time mm. of my existing, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't into any of them. Okay, yeah. Uh, I only recently became interested in uh, Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. And so I would have to do her as repeat. Okay. Ariana Grande. Play. Um, uh, is this like, okay. So the only two songs, I, uh, Christine Aguilera mm-hmm. did that song like Candy Shop. Right? Oh yeah. That's and like then, the one I was picturing too. Like yeah. the music video. I mean, it's a yeah. great music video. Mm-hmm. And then Mariah Carey, is she the one who did She-Wolf? These no, are that's the- Shakira. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. We have to edit this out. I'm so yeah. sorry. Um, so that... Based off of that sentence, I'm going to play Christine. Yeah, Yeah, I think I'm killing Mariah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm skipping Mariah Carey (laughs) uh, and playing Christine Aguilera. And I think that is actually very accurate to what would happen if these songs popped up on my queue after I was listening to Ariana Grande's album. Because you know how Spotify... You actually get to play this game Mm -hmm. on Spotify. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. These are all... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm, This is good. What a great game, Yeah. Okay, keep going, keep going. Uh, I would repeat Ariana Grande, I would play Mariah Carey, and I would skip Christina Aguilera. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just a young person. I'm right. sorry if I offended anyone. I appreciate I Mariah Carey, <laughs> but I would repeat Ariana Grande. Um, let's see. Next up, and we'll end here. Okay, sounds good. To me, these group, like this trio, I don't know, it's just like the best of like these divas i think this will be difficult but um so it's uh lady gaga Mm -hmm. beyonce okay or rihanna oh um i (laughs) yeah i am going oh i think we're both gonna have the same skip Mm. which is uh Beyonce mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's crazy because we, we've had this conversation before yeah. where we like how much everyone likes her but mm. we're not the big Beyonce fans. yeah um uh I would have to say ooh that's really hard um I think I'm actually going to repeat Rihanna okay and then play Lady Gaga mm-hmm. although because I don't really listen to either of them now, okay. I think I would be more into Rihanna's more mm. current stuff than I would be Lady Gaga's. But yeah. historically, it would be repeat Lady Gaga, <laughs> okay. play Rihanna. But honestly, always skip Beyonce. I yeah. tried listening mm-hmm. when Beyonce, I think, came out with the one that the Surfboard song was uh, on, that album. Yeah. Oh, Drunk in Love? That was a self-titled album, I think. Yeah, yeah, but then the album that came out after that was, like, the whole... Lemonade. Yeah, yeah. Lemonade's great, mm-hmm. which obviously most people yeah. think that, but that one I could get into. Okay. But yeah, but okay. I what would uh, repeat Gaga, obviously. obviously. Um, you know, a whole... <laughs> Danny's we'll dedicate, crying. <laughs> we'll dedicate a whole episode to her someday. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I would play Rihanna... And then I, I feel like everything Rihanna does is so effortless, mm-hmm. and it's so good. Yeah. And I would skip Beyonce. She's cool. She's cool. Yeah, and she's cool. I, I just yeah. don't think her we like her music that much. I yeah. Guess. Um, I'm curious what you think about like Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. You don't, you don't really, you're their rap. They're not really pop artists, yeah. but I feel like they factor into sure. the like diva conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
I think Cardi. I prefer Cardi. She's oh, like ooh. breaking oh, yeah, so ooh. many records just in like the few years that she's been out. Also, I think she's very, very transparent about like everything that's going on. So I just appreciate like how authentic she is. I feel like Nikki is shady and mm. whatever. Also, like I feel like all her music sounds the same to me. <laughs> I feel like that's she has fair. like 10 songs with titled like barbie something or like she references a barbie i know but i think she very like she just put out an album and she's still like using the same kind of like language so to oh, me it's just like it's one noted yeah or i mean granted well did you ever listen to cardi b's um mixtapes no i listened i think her second one i really enjoy but like okay. that's the only thing you have like to compare Okay. So I wonder when her next studio album's going to yeah, But yeah, yeah, I agree. I really like Cardi B too. Even mm-hmm. though I liked Nicki Minaj as well. Yeah. But I think Cardi B's more exciting of a figure. Absolutely. But yeah, all right. Let's move on. So we're talking... So we yeah. were kind of playing this game. And you're the one who brought up this topic. And I think it's really mm-hmm. interesting. And it's basically, basically like the different ways you and I consume gay media. Mm-hmm. And like... Or like... Um, yeah, I think saying gay media is like a fair way sure. to yeah. uh, categorize it. And I'm curious, like, what inspired you? Like, I know it just came to you, but mm-hmm. kind of, like, obviously it's something that you've been, like, thinking about a while. And, yeah. like, why did you kind of want to cover this topic? Uh, so I've been listening to Elliot Glazer's podcast. Let me get the name of that. Um, You're Making It Worse. Mm-hmm. And I think they have, they're just, they essentially just talk about, like, queer culture and how they don't feel like they're really a part of it. They're more so, like, outsiders of it. Um, so I did just want to do, like, dedicate an episode to Mm -hmm. gay queer culture. Um, the thing is, like, there are three gay men on their podcast. Yeah. And then I think it'd be interesting just to, like, see how you consume, uh, this media and how I consume this media. Um, and, like, we're going to, like, talk about, like, I think that two of the biggest, like, uh, gay, uh, TV shows right now. Right now, yeah. Everyone's watching. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race and Queer Eye. And I th- that for sure the demographic, like a big part of the demographic for RuPaul's Drag Race is straight women. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you, like, why are you a fan of the show? Yeah, yeah. I think I did. So I didn't watch the show until I came back here and was hanging out yeah. more with you and Andre. And Andre took me to uh, my first drag show and for anyone who doesn't know who Andre is, he's our dear friend yeah. who brought Danny and I together. Yeah. But he took me to my first drag show ever and um i remember i i really was a i thought drag was so cool because mm-hmm. it was it was like a celebration of women and like um a celebration of like being glamorous which i think a lot of times when women are trying like there's this idea that women who like spend a lot of time in their hair or mm-hmm. like put a lot of makeup on and like are really glamorous are somehow like too feminine and those are seen as like weak qualities and what drag does is like it really highlights that the the like femininity is this really powerful, strong mm-hmm. thing, and so I think it is. It's very like feminist and very queer yeah. to do drag, and I think that's what I when I first saw it, it was just it was just great. I remember I remember gin and tonic in hands, the lights, the mm-hmm. like the oh, it was Nomi B too. Oh, it was, was like it? a competition. Okay. It was the yeah. it was the competition she oh, won, she won and she was that? so good. Yeah, yeah. And I think she like did a number where she was uh, that was inspired by Marlena Dietrich, mm. who is my namesake. So Incredible. obviously I loved it, you know, yeah. um, and. Yeah, it was just, it was, I, I was really attracted to it, to drag shows in that sense, mm-hmm. um, and then the art of it, and, like, it, it it's so, it is really, really feminist, and, and just the fact that, like, there are men appreciating, like, 
women and it's just a yeah. huge celebration of women like and ch- channeling the divas we like spoke about you right, know like yeah. covering or like lip syncing to their music you, oh uh, yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly totally yeah um and then i think when it comes to the show i would not watch drag race unless we like did it like i don't like you know i think mm-hmm. andre and you i think have like gone through the seasons and like caught up and all that yeah. stuff but like i like watching the show because i like going to the suite and like having the mm-hmm. whole little like event type thing yeah um and I think it is funny. I'm not a big reality TV person in mm-hmm. general or, like, that type of reality TV. Uh, so I'm not as invested. But it is fun. It's fun to have, like, takes on and to be involved yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, how for you, what is kind of, like, as a, as, a, as a gay man, what does, like, drag mean to you? And then yeah. also drag race and the fact that, like, drag started out as this underground, like, mm-hmm. culture. And then now is basically. Now it's basically mainstream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like. Yeah. Um, so for me, I think it is, like, the gayest, like, thing possible. Yeah. Like, I think it's, like, such a big celebration, and I think that just requires someone to be so confident and secure. And, and maybe they're not, but they, like, obviously, I think when they are in drag, they play it off, like, as, like, the they are these divas. They are these, yeah, like, superstars. Yeah. Um, I think someone who, uh, just with my background... And, like, all the internalized homophobia that I had to, like, uh, work through, it was, like, it's just so great to be, like, in those spaces um, of just, like, these gay men celebrating, like, who they are and, like, also, like you were saying, like, empowering, like, women and women that I love and appreciate and Mm -hmm. I feel like have empowered me. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just think it's, like, a Nomi B. Shout out Mm -hmm. to her. She's incredible. (laughs) Catch her at the suite. Um... She always just, like, she's, like, forget, like, what's going on, like, outside of, like, like this space. Like, yeah. just be here, be present, like, celebrate. And I think that's such, like, a great, like, message. I um, like that, yeah. too. And then, like, the actual, like, RuPaul's Drag Race, I think it's just super entertaining. And I think it is this, like, great art form. And, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just super entertaining and super fun to watch, so. And do you think, like, the fact that the majority of people watch or are you know it'd be like it's it wouldn't become as big of a thing if straight women or straight people Mm -hmm. were like into it just because then it's like it's um like it's it's uh not only are more people watching it but then Mm -hmm. it's like more people like it makes more money right Mm -hmm. if like more people are open to it so then it's like it gains more traction, yeah, more traction. Yeah, there's, like, and... RuPaul's, like, <clears throat> drag con. And oh, just, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's and... this money-making machine right now. And like... do you think there's anything... Well, I guess this will be the overhanging question. Yeah. So maybe we'll move on to the other show that's really, sure. like, making big waves in yeah. mainstream culture that is um, a gay show or, mm-hmm. or queer. or yeah. And that's... It's Queer Eye. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm going to I'm gonna cough. Yeah. <laughs> so... Are you a fan of Queer Eye? Mm-hmm. Okay. I am yes. also a fan of Queer Eye. I'm a, yes, I'm a very yeah. big fan of Queer Eye. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I did not watch the original version. Back I didn't in, either. For some reason... I think we were young. Very we were young. young and was, for some reason, yeah. my dad, who was, like, very hyper-masculine mm-hmm. and, like, um, didn't have... Like, was, was homophobic and, like, sure. you know, not, not as enlightened or progressive mm-hmm. as... Um, 
he should have been, but very classically old white guy mm-hmm. type of thing. He, like, I remember was watching that show with my sister. Like, I'm pretty oh, sure really? he was, And I think it was because mm-hmm. it was, like, Queer Eye for the straight guy. Yeah. And, like, they were in New York City. And it was, I think, like, it was, mm-hmm. it exhibited a form of, like, queerness that he was okay with, kind of. Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, you're in, like, your place. Or, like, that. I don't know. I find yeah. it really interesting. Um, that he was into that show and how the new iteration of Queer Eye is different than that older mm. show. Um, and how they're, like, going into, like, the South and, like, yeah. and and helping not just straight men. And it's not even called, you know, they're helping, yeah. like, trans women and, like, trans men and, and all that stuff. Yeah. And so... Um, I think it's interesting though, because it does have a big, it has a, it's massive, it's massive, like Mm -hmm. internationally, that's the other thing, like the difference between Queer Eye and Drag Race is that Queer Eye is like internationally. I think Drag Race is as well. Is it? Oh, is it? Yeah, like these girls, after Mm -hmm. being on the show, they tour like the world. Oh, oh, I hadn't, oh. Yeah, Well, I learned something new. It's huge, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Do you, we were talking about this earlier yeah do you think queer eye because this was um you're talking about how in elliot glazer's podcast they were mm-hmm. saying that they don't identify with the people on queer eye yeah as a full represent like like you said it's called mm-hmm. queer eye and yet it's all um gay, gay men, men. Yeah, yeah like um all like cisgender gay mm-hmm. men um anthony might be by i think is oh. from i think i think okay. i've read that somewhere in an article sure. don't fact check me. or fact check <laughs> me just don't hate me for it Getting the facts yeah, wrong. but I definitely think they could definitely include like a uh, lesbian uh, or a trans man or a trans woman. Right. You know, uh, queer it does not just equate to like gay. You know, yeah, it yeah. is like a it's uh, yeah, it's such a broad term, like, an umbrella term for like all the great things that like people can be. Yeah. Do you think in the third iteration of this show, ten years from now, they'll actually have Hopefully. like yeah, right? Yeah, I, guess I hope so. It's interesting because I think Queer Eye 2 has been, like, the show has been praised, mm-hmm. I think rightfully so, for, like, broadening what, like, gayness is and being more mm-hmm. unabashedly gay, especially in places that are kind yeah. of thought of as not being as liberal as, like, mm-hmm. New York City or something like that. Um, and also the way that they are, like, helping people mm-hmm. is a lot more meaningful than I think in the first um, mm-hmm. version of the show. Uh, but I'm curious, like, do you see yourself represented in in the in the representation yeah. of queer eye you know what i mean like um i i do uh and i definitely like see other people's perspective like i think it's still very um it is a pretty narrow it's like all of them are a little femme mm-hmm. all of them are like thin or like toned and like i don't know i think it's a very except like easy to swallow sort of like gay person and it kind of fits already yeah. what we think of as yeah gay, which they're when not we think of breaking queer, they're like, like gay men boundaries mm-hmm. i think however they are normalizing it i, I hate that like to use like normal because i think but like whatever but the baseline is straight the baseline whatever. humanizing it humanizing maybe. like gay men like yeah. they're obviously like bringing like literally and physically bringing like these gay men into like their homes mm. and then through the tv show like the nation the world is like yeah. bringing these gay men into their homes uh regardless if they're like gay or straight so i think it yeah. is a good ultimately a good thing yeah yeah and do you think there's like what do you think are the pitfalls of um maybe not the pitfalls but do you think there are any pitfalls mm-hmm. of like straight 
people consuming this culture mm-hmm. or like the fact that like it's amplified, you know, or even these divas that we met yeah. that we started the episode with that it takes away from the gayness that mm-hmm. now these are mainstream things. It, you know, yeah. like, and we can talk about maybe I know the whole thing with Ariana Grande mm-hmm. headlining pride in Manchester yeah. and how that opened up a conversation of like, you know, should, shouldn't we have a queer artist playing this? Mm-hmm. Or if we get someone like Ariana Grande, whose fan base is so huge, mm-hmm. it'll attract a lot of people who just want to see her and who aren't necessarily allies mm-hmm. to the LGBT uh, Q community. And so is it like, what do you, what, like, as I'm watching mm-hmm. Queer Eye or Drag Race, like, what should I keep in mind yeah. or, or how, or how should I watch it as opposed like maybe, cause maybe I'm just watching mm-hmm. it purely for entertainment. I mean, I know I yeah. watch Queer Eye, like we were talking about like Drag Race, what I personally got out of it as a woman, even though mm-hmm. obviously I'm not like gay man. And then, um, and we didn't even hit on like, I know there's, what's it called? Oh, Drag Kings, right? Mm-hmm. When like women dress up as yeah. men. Um, we have no experience <laughs> in that. <laughs> I think I've seen a few and it's just not the same. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not, it's. That would be interesting. Yeah. We, we are lacking that perspective. Sure. So if, you, if <laughs> yeah. you're listening and you have that perspective, maybe reach out. Um, but with Queer Eye, like why I really liked watching it uh, is it's just so positive and mm. it's about really like looking inwardly and like seeing how your life is going and like how you can change your life to get to where you mm. want to be. Right. That's yeah. simply what it is. And that is a very universal uh, thing that everyone is trying to do literally mm. no matter who they are right yeah. like um and so it's funny that these like the reason why it's the fab five is just because that's the basis mm-hmm. of the show like you know yeah. it's, it's 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 entertaining too like that's like the entertaining mm-hmm. aspect right and entertainment who's, your favorite? who's my favorite who's your favorite Ooh, um my f- oh uh, oh i um <laughs> <laughs> I think my two favorites are Karamo okay. and Jonathan Van Ness. Okay, yeah. I think Jonathan Van Ness is everyone's favorite. Just everything that comes just, out of his mouth is hilarious. He's so good. Yeah. I was watching interviews yesterday, and he's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and Karamo, I think, is... Um, we were talking about this, where he's, like, the heart of the show. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, he... Uh, uh, he has a background in social work, so that's why okay. he's, like, so oh, good okay. at doing what he does. And people are always like, oh, his category is very, like, broad and mm-hmm. vague. And, like, what actually is the it? But he, the show. But it is. Yeah. But, yeah, he ends up doing most of that inward looking mm-hmm. with Absolutely. people. And, like, I feel like his work helps amplify and is actually the foundation mm-hmm. for all the other work that, like, yeah. everyone else does. Um, I honestly like all of them. Though. I yeah. could go into, like... See, I have a very just superficial answer. Like, it's Anthony because he's <laughs> the hottest one. And, like, Bobby's my like... least favorite because he's the least attractive, I think. So, We're trying to have yeah. this deep conversation about what like, gay media means. And you're like, like... This one's hot. That one's not. <laughs> that's, yeah. You kind of have um, Anthony vibes, I would feel mm-hmm. like. Thank you. Yes, you know, you're welcome. Highest of compliments. Yeah, um, you really do, actually. Let's... Moving on to the gay spaces with, like, Ariana Grande at Manchester Pride. Um... I ultimately think it is okay because she is an ally. I think she's always been there for the the community. Once again, like a lot of the, I think, unless I'm wrong, all the pop divas that we were speaking about previously, like none of them are queer except Lady Gaga. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. I think it's fun. I think, I'm not sure. I feel like we should have done more research. Like, where does this money go to? Because let's say, Mm -hmm. you know, like she is going to bring in this crowd. And I think. Oh, yeah. For the most part, like, I think the people going into it will be understanding of the space. It's Manchester Pride. I mm-hmm. think they will be 
I mean, my hope is that they are respectful of that space. And yeah, what do you think about it? Um, I watched... So the only reason why I actually knew this was a thing is because I watched a Tyler Oakley video mm-hmm. about it. And he basically had a, the... he His whole litmus test for mm-hmm. whether or not she should be performing at Pride was if she is a ally to the community mm-hmm. all year round, not just at Pride... Um, then she should be welcomed because mm-hmm. she is an ally all year round um, and looks out or like uh, stands up and supports her LGBTQ mm-hmm. um, fan base. And then one of the comments, though, that I found really um, interesting because it was looking at it from a very technical point mm-hmm. of view that was saying like, well, yes, all right, like there's nothing wrong with Ariana Grande headlining. The problem is, is that her because the only show she'll be doing in Manchester mm-hmm. is Pride that means that, like, the tickets will sell out for people. Like, okay. anyone yeah, who yeah, wants yeah. to see her, um, you know, will will buy those tickets, even if they don't necessarily want mm-hmm. to support Pride. So then that kind of will change the atmosphere, and it okay. won't necessarily be about Pride. And so he was saying, it's like, the best solution would be just for her to do another show mm-hmm. in Manchester, so yeah. that, like, you know, anyone can come who wants to support Pride and see Ariana Grande, and then if yeah. you just really want to see Ariana Grande, then you have that option. Exactly. Um, and so I think that was, like, an important thing to note. And I think it's mm-hmm. interesting as well like once so it's kind of like we're connecting and to us it makes sense connecting Mm -hmm. like how these uh gay media becomes mainstream media such Mm -hmm. as queer eye and drag race and then how like gay spaces then and gay Mm -hmm. culture are all of a sudden opened up to maybe mainstream Mm -hmm. um like mainstream specifically people like me which are like straight Mm -hmm. women who who for lack of a better term invade these gay Mm -hmm. spaces especially you know yeah you actually made a really great point because it is a very frustrating thing where like you buy tickets and like all these bots take it up or yeah. like, yeah, it'd be crazy if all these straight people sold out this show right. and then there was like very few to like no queer people at like Manchester Pride. That exactly. would be insane. Like, right. And I think yeah. that was a really good point that this person mm-hmm. was making yeah. and offering a really good solution. Absolutely. Um, so so yeah. shout out to whoever that commenter were, was. Yeah. Um, but what, like, what yeah. do you think? So it's just like as gay culture mm-hmm. in general, it's either becoming. whether it's TV shows or spaces and yeah. music, um, like become more mainstream, mm-hmm. what do you see as like the problems? Like as, as like yeah. say, as, and I think the biggest like, um, like, like I think it's interesting for us to have this conversation mm-hmm. because I am part of that mainstream, yeah. I'm that mainstream mm-hmm. culture taking up gay culture, straight women, yeah. right? And that's like a trope, right? Like a straight woman yeah. friends with like gay men and like goes to gay bars because they don't want to be um, like harassed or whatever yeah. in straight bars. And we don't even question like, well, maybe at straight bars mm-hmm. men shouldn't be harassing women. But like yeah. the, and, and how do you feel? Like what has been your experience witnessing that as you've gotten older and like more aware? Yeah. And has and how gay culture has basically been usurped in a mm-hmm. sense to a degree by like straight women. Um, I think that I've had good experiences. Experiences I've had bad experiences. I love inviting like my straight friends into these spaces. I mm-hmm. think it is like such an inclusive space where we get to like celebrate who we are. And I think I would hate. For, like, that's, I think I do know gay men who are just, like, very against straight people being in those spaces. Yeah. But I think that defeats the purpose of what, it's an inclusive space mm-hmm. where all are welcome. Uh, I have had experiences, though, where, like, women are very predatory because mm. they believe I'm not attracted to them. Uh, they make that assumption. They, mm-hmm. um, so they will come up to me. They will, like, start, like, touching me. They'll start, like, pushing, like, dancing with mm-hmm. me 
some girl like just grabbed like onto my face like and I just like it's just so intimate. I wasn't even having a conversation with her she yeah, literally just we came just up to me on the dance floor and I think that is so inappropriate mm-hmm. uh, that was not like welcomed and that's the other uh, like moving forward it's also like when women celebrate like their bachelorette parties there that yeah. is so confusing to me because they're not even guests of like people you know right they're that's just, what like, i was gonna say is like what yeah. do you think about that i don't think mm-hmm. i've ever done i don't think i've ever yeah. gone to gay bars with uh with without a gay person, person. yeah right. i did yeah. i think i told you that i did go it was me and my female friend who's lesbian yeah. and we went to some gay and it was very different because mm-hmm. a lot of these spaces and that's a whole other conversation yeah um but a lot of these spaces are uh, dominated by gay men and mm-hmm. so i think there's like an, an even bigger conversation to be yeah. had about like lesbian spaces or oh my gosh no, exactly. to reference for Roxanne gay mm-hmm. once again how she tweeted about like asking if there were lesbian bars in mm-hmm. in weho like yeah. and i so i think that's another conversation that we are mm-hmm. not going to have just because we don't have that experiences yeah um but it's it's very interesting to me yeah to to go to these spaces when you're not invited like you're mm-hmm. saying everyone is welcome but maybe you sh- should be invited right yeah. or or you it's know it's complicated or, because yeah. i think i guess like specifically bachelorette parties mm-hmm. like they take over like i was in montreal right. at a gay bar yeah and there was like these like maybe like eight to ten women and they were just like in like truly invading like yeah, being yeah. like so obnoxious like just I think being disrespectful of the space, mm-hmm. like, they were, like, claiming it as their own. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, the very key thing is to, like, the world is a straight bar. Like, the right. world is a straight bar. Like, you, <laughs> so you just, like, need to keep, like, the history in mind and understand, like, why these spaces were even, like, made for, like, to begin with, you know? Right, um, like, they started out as, like, an underground thing mm-hmm. that, like, literally, like, men would be, like, get arrested exactly. at by cops. And, yeah. like, and and it was a real, it was an act of um, rebellion to Absolutely. meet in these spaces. Yeah. Um, and it's very interesting. And I think when you're, like, a straight mm-hmm. woman consuming this, or, or specifically, like, in, we were talking about this, in a gay bar, like, maybe mm-hmm. these women are not used to feeling so comfortable in straight mm. bars which is a problem in and of itself yeah um and so they feel this sense of like entitlement or um they feel this sense of entitlement uh and comfortability that they don't feel in straight spaces in these queer spaces mm. and so they lose kind of like respect and they become the thing that they're trying to avoid yeah. by like taking up space uh because they assume that there's like no sexual um I think it's very interesting when straight women take up like gay spaces like that and aren't necessarily and even sometimes maybe when they are invited by their like gay yeah. male friends um or gay friends they mm-hmm. don't want to be gay male exactly, friends exactly yeah um slip my own my <laughs> own uh problem but I think it's very interesting how it's like once straight women are in these spaces where they feel maybe safer mm-hmm. um, because there's not that threat of like straight men groping them, which mm-hmm. obviously is a problem in and of itself. Yes. They, I guess, feel entitled or empowered in a way that makes them what they're trying to avoid, exactly. which is very sad and, mm-hmm. and also uh, lacks so much self-awareness mm-hmm. as well as like respect for this space. And, yeah. and, um, I think when I think that's such a good I, I really like how you're kind of uh, uh, your take on it or like how mm-hmm. you're explaining it where it's like this is an inclusive space. It should never not be an inclusive space. Everyone mm-hmm. is welcome. But like 
you have to be invited and you are a guest and you need to show this community that you're an ally of, mm-hmm. that you're, you know, respecting them. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I it's kind of interesting because I remember having a thought too when I was like, when I first moved back and I was like hanging out with you and Andre and I was like mm. thinking to myself, I was like, oh yeah, like I hadn't, I had, I thought I was like, oh, it's crazy that I haven't been to a drag show yet. And I was like, wow, I guess I just am like <laughs> hanging out in like the straightest of circles. Yeah. Um, it, or, or I guess they mm. wouldn't be straight circles, but you know what I get yeah. it. <laughs> Geometry. Um, money. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but then it's, it's very interesting now kind of having this conversation and thinking like, how, is it maybe better that mm. I was like, seeking out i mean you know being invited yeah. into these spaces all you know yeah maybe, maybe that's better or i don't know um mm. but that allows for uh, that allows for me to be more yeah. respectful i think and i think yeah you know check out these spaces i'm inviting you better vibe better music so <laughs> much love true. just be respectful don't touch someone unless it's consensual you know that's just a very basic thing yeah exactly uh, don't be obnoxious you know like yeah, respect other people. Yeah, there we go. In and out of gay spaces, you know? Yeah, in yeah, yeah, life, in general. You know? and, yeah. Um, and, and just also recognize how... Understand the context and the history. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's good. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You know? And... And this is good. Yeah. We're great. We'll... You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So, um, I, yeah, to wrap up, uh, to wrap up, it's all just about respect. You know, about you know who was... We didn't do a very historical, because that makes me think of... Tina Turner, right? That's her song, Respect. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's, is that uh, Aretha Franklin? Oh, um, and we're editing this part out as yeah. well. <laughs> okay. So we wrapped up this week's episode. It was very good. It was more us just talking about our experiences yeah. and trying to kind of like understand mm. our world and our society and our culture. Yep. Um, let us know how we did. You can yeah. reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the 20-something podcast at gmail.com yes our instagrams which i think are posted somewhere yes in the Uh, in the episode notes yes and yeah thank you for listening see ya bye